Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing, by having a side hustle, by starting a freelance business, and all these other ways. And today, we're going to be talking all about how you can create passive income, how you can serve other people, help them to make even more money so that you can become successfully unemployed, just like our expert today. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Successfully Unemployed Show, the place where ordinary people become extraordinary by finding the path to financial freedom through entrepreneurship, side hustles, and passive income. We've already blazed the path, showing you how to retire early and have financial independence so you will never work for someone else again. And now, here's your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's up, guys? Super pumped to have you here on the show with me today. Now, you guys know, or at least some of you do, <laughs> if you listen to the show for very much, I live in Phoenix, Arizona, and I actually really enjoy Phoenix. A lot of people say, oh, man, it's so hot there. I'm like, well, yes, when you get to a desert in the summer, it's definitely hot, but you also get amazing monsoons. If you've never experienced a monsoon, it's super fun. I mean, it rains for I mean, the reason why I bring it up is like, literally, it's raining right now outside. You might hear it. You might not. I have the microphone kind of making it to where you don't hear it that much, but it's absolutely raining outside. And what it does is it literally downpours. It downpours so much in a matter of like, let's say five or 10 minutes that the entire street gets flooded in 10 minutes. So what the kids do, they literally go outside, they get their rain jackets Sometimes it's warm enough because, you know, it's the summer. It's warm enough that they're just in their bathing suits and they're playing in the water in the front yard. And in Arizona, we get so many monsoons that we are, you know, the city requires ponding basins where the water runs into. Normally, it's like our ponding basin is basically just a big grass area for kids to go and play and stuff. But that actually gets full. This last year, it filled up to literally like knee high of water. And within like a half a day, it was gone. Like it filled up that quick. And then it was gone in like a half a day. And it's just awesome. I just bring that up because it's so much fun here living in Arizona. But at the same time, I'm looking at the real estate market for me because I'm a real estate investor. It's gone up like 20 or 30% in the last year and a half. Now, investing in real estate is amazing because you make money in so many different ways. And the expert that I'm bringing on today, he is somebody who brings people together, serving them, basically helping them to invest in real estate and make money from their own money. And I'm bringing on an expert who does syndications and invests in apartment complex or multifamily. So let's bring on Billy Keels, who is going to show us how we can do the same thing, how we can make money helping other people to make even more money. All right, here we go. Billy, thank you so much for being here. Dustin, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I already love your energy, man. I mean, <laughs> you were talking about some really amazing things the other day. I'm like, I'm really looking forward to today's conversation, man. I just love the idea and the, your story of... of being able to just get up and move because you've already figured out a way to provide for yourself and your family. So what is it that you do to help provide for yourself and your family without working that J-O-B, that just overbroke job? Yeah, so just overbroke. I think that's uh, that think that's fantastic. I, you know, today I am 
working to add as much value to others, serving others, and doing that through my own very small, humble business, uh, which is a, it's a syndication business. So we bring people together to really to have similar kind of goals and dreams and work on serving them as much as possible. So that is what I am doing and what my company is doing to serve others. And since I left the JOB and no longer have that security of a corporate blanket that I had for about 26 years, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm loving. What would you say is syndication? Like, what do you, how are you serving them? Yeah, it's really when you understand that. So I, I worked 26 years in sales and sales leadership. And most recently, the last 16 years in, in the enterprise software space uh, for a very large um, enterprise software company. And just in like I've done for the last 26 years is, is really looking for problems. And problems doesn't mean that something is re going really, really wrong. It just means you're looking for something to be better than it is. And so when I talk about syndication and serving others, it's really looking to see if the solutions that we have through my company, if that helps to make someone's situation better, and they've expressed that they're looking to make that situation better, then we go through the process of getting to know, like, and trust one another. And then once that is, once that happens or culminates or comes together, then I bring multiple people together that have similar goals, dreams, and challenges, and then bring that group of people together. We work together to be able to help them through a um, through an investment opportunity to solve the problem that they were looking to solve. So hopefully that wasn't too wordy and it makes sense. Well, it definitely makes sense to me. I understand where you're going with that. So we, we definitely dive more into it. So talk to us a little bit about how you got started and what took you into this route where you're at now? Yeah, sure, Dustin. And you know, and I'm sorry, man, I used to, I like to ask this one thing of people and I know I usually get on a podcast and I shouldn't ask for a lot of favors, but you, um, I've watched you and listened to you and you do an amazing job and you really add lots of value to your listeners. And so as a fellow podcaster, if anyone's listening or watching and you have not already left Dustin an honest written review and rating, take just a couple seconds to do that because it's definitely helping him to also attract other guests that are going to help you get closer to your goals and dreams much, much faster. So um, it's just something I've also learned being a, being a fellow podcaster. So, um, so, so with that, so you're asking me about the, the things that we're, that we're doing, is that correct? What you were doing before, you know, yeah. like what got you into where you are now? Because we all, you didn't start that oh, way. We all yeah, don't start yeah, no, in no. the end. But, you know, no, working yeah. at J-O-B and then eventually yeah. getting the nerve to be able to quit. So I had two kind of like real life situations happen to me. The first one happened... Um, when I, so I've, I've come from a corporate job that I really, really liked. I was paid way too much money to do the things that I was doing. And so I enjoyed it. I liked it. I was solving really big multi, you know, hundreds of millions of euro problems for big companies. And I, and I enjoyed that. But the first thing that kind of happened to me is I was a very young father. And when I was a young father, I really wanted to be present for my kids and doing a lot of things. And I'd learned about this thing called real estate because I had really bad uh, relationship with the stock market. 2000 happened, 2008 happened, and I wanted to get more control. And I was learning a lot of stuff, but I wasn't actually doing anything. And so when I missed my son's third birthday, because I was at a business meeting in Frankfurt, Germany, in the night that my wife and, and in-laws were blowing out the candles, I was at some business dinner in Germany that I don't even remember what the whole meeting was about. And so that was the thing that took me from actually thinking and being all of knowing all the theoretical knowledge from the books and podcasts I was listening to, to actually starting to then go and take action. So I started investing in real assets, so specifically real estate, and that started to really build the foundation for 
what would happen many years later. So I, about a decade, I was investing in, in real assets, doing that from where I live today in Barcelona, Spain, and, and doing that exclusively back in the United States. To answer your question concretely, so I'd been doing a lot of the work, working a really you know, high paid, high profile day job, and then you know, working at night and crazy hours, uh, building this business and building other streams of, of income. But last year, um, the tail end of last year, uh, my, my father had some pretty bad uh, health issues. And, uh, you know, when you watch the person who's like the like the most strongest figure in your life and in this like the rock and and you see him in the ICU and I was there for like a week of the two and a half weeks that he was there. I started realizing when I was there and I watched him on life support systems that I liked the job that I was doing, but I was getting a very real reminder that life is finite. And so although I liked the job, there were things that I still wanted to be able to do uh, with my family. And so because I had been doing the work, I was in a very strong position that even though I liked my day job, I wasn't I wasn't loving it. I wasn't committed to it. I, I, I didn't really think a lot about uh, enterprise software when I went home at night and things like that. And so that situation uh, with my father was really the catalyst to say, you know what? you need to do some soul searching and do you really want to stay doing what you're doing or do you do you have a desire to do something else and so because I have a desire to do something else and I'd done the work for the previous decade it was time to to make that transition and really start to be the owner of my time and not say that anybody else is having me fly around or do this or do that if I choose to do that it's because that's the thing that makes the most sense for me and my family so did you already have a like because when you quit when you stopped did you already have income coming in from this business that you created or was it like I full did. stop i'm going all no, in no i did i had I, I had i had revenue that was coming in from multiple streams i had multi i had uh, small multi-families that were in my portfolio i purchased a mobile home park um, as an accredited investor and i found out what that was because i don't come from money like my both of my parents dustin they work two they they, they work two jobs like I know what it's like to watch your parents suffer at the end of the month and say, are we going to pay this bill? Or are we going to pay the other one? That's not a fun situation. We didn't talk about money because money wasn't a positive topic to talk about in my household. And so uh, one of the things that I always knew is that I wanted to be able to create more money and more importantly, keep as much of my money as possible. And so while I was working a day job and I didn't have any control in the stock market, that was something that I, it, it just, it, it kind of, hit me in the gut um, because at the same, in 2000, I lost money with the dot-com bubble. And then the exact same thing happened to me again in 2008. And my parents always told me, Dustin, like Billy, if something happens once, it's shame on them. But if the same thing happens twice, then shame on you. And so that's what really got me to start to think about the theory. And then when I missed my son's birthday, that's what got me from theory to action to start investing. And as an accredited investor, um, I realized that I could also kind of decouple my uh, earnings from the amount of time that I was spending. Because when I was buying the small multifamily and I was buying the mobile home park, that, that also required a lot of time. I got higher returns. The highest and best use of my time at that point in time was to continue to work at my day job because I was making a lot of money. And so- And I wanna pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I wanna get you to invest in real estate, get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N, 
R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. I found out that I could invest with other people as a passive investor. And so I was actually giving people two, $300,000 and they were investing in ATM machines for me. And they were investing in large multifamily properties and they were investing in development projects because that's what made the most sense for me. And then eventually, and, and I know you mentioned, we'll talk about this. One of the other things that I realized is like I started being in rooms with people that were much smarter than me. And so I, just as a curious person, I mean, I've worked and traveled throughout 86 countries. And so you get to a new country, you see a new thing, your mind is expanding and you're always asking questions. And it was a very similar thing when I started coming into contact with people who were, uh, you know, second, third generation accredited investors that just thought very differently than me. And so I'd always heard that real estate was the most effective uh, investment vehicle. And so that's what I went all in on. Uh, but what I realized is I was investing in real estate and it's fantastic, right? It is passive income, but, and I don't mean not working for your money. I mean, IRS definition of passive income. And, and so when I was doing that, it was great, but I was earning a lot of money. And so I still kept paying 45, 40, 45% in, in income tax. And so I was kind of like, well, hang on a second. After five or six years, Dustin, I, I had to sit down with my accountant one day. I literally paid him to explain this to me because I was saying, okay, that's super tax efficient. But like, I see this number and it's like multiple six digits, almost seven digits, and I can't do anything with it. It's negative. And these are passive losses. And I didn't understand. And he was like, well, yeah, Billy, because those are passive losses. <laughs> you have active income, your earned income. And that was another light that I was like, hang on a second, like that's a problem. Like it's a first world problem, definitely. But I then tried to figure out how to solve that problem so that I could use a lot of the different vehicles that I was learning about by being surrounded by other, you know, second and third generation accredited investors to apply that to my own situation. So I know it probably is a long winded question, but I, I did want to answer your question. No, you gave lots and lots of great insights because I mean, everything that you said, I absolutely am tracking with you because I, I literally have gone through the exact same process. And <laughs> In fact, thinking about myself and my family and then where I, I lost lots of money in 2000 and then 2008, I lost lots of money in stock market. When I say stock, I mean, yeah, stock yeah, market. me too, me too, me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me too. But real estate, real estate literally doesn't lose me money. If you do it yeah. right, you shouldn't yeah. lose money. And so mm -hmm. I've been blessed with that. But I do also, I completely agree with you that our relationships, like in the end, when you look back on your life, the only thing that's really going to matter is your family and the relationships and the people around you. You're not going to wish that yeah. you worked more, that you made more money, that you had yeah. more money. You, you can't take that with you. And I love the idea that in our life, there are four things that we want to try to attain and have a legacy. So the first one is a money legacy, a money legacy so that we have enough money to buy whatever it is we want. The second one will be a time legacy. That money leads in a time. We have as much time as we want because we have to work for somebody else. Third one, and this is exactly what hit, when, it, when you said this, it really hit me too, was a relationship legacy. Money leads in a time. Time leads into, now you can put that into relationships. And so now you're blessed to be able to yeah, develop that in your relationships because you become successful and employed. But the last one is where you and I are now too, 
is being in a service legacy, trying to serve as many people as possible. So one leads into the other. And if you're blessed to be able to get to where you're in the service portion, everything else is lining up so much better. Now you serve people, which is great. And then the vehicle would mostly be real estate, but I know you also do other, like you said, uh, was it, uh, uh, was it ATMs or something like that? You invested in ATMs? Yeah, I, I did that. I did that passively with other people. And then since then, the, one of the things that really helped to set me free as a high wage earner was where I've been investing and where my company's focused a lot today is really helping that accredited investor that has challenges on their earned income. And so we're investing in, in the energy space specifically, um, yeah, to, to really help that person to free up more of their capital, to be able to have more of their free time so that they can invest it in those relationships and ultimately serve the people that they think are the most, um, the most loved in their lives. So I, I love your framework. I think, it's, uh, I think it's fantastic. I think that's great with the idea of how can I serve more people? Because I can't remember which book it was but it, uh, or which author has said it, but um, if you, whatever you want in life, you can get it if you just serve enough people yeah. to get it, which I 100% agree. The Mr. Carnegie, people, there you go. There, was yeah. it Carnegie? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. The more people that I serve, the better my life gets and the better everybody else's life gets. I mean, it's just the best way to go. Now, if somebody's saying, you know what, I like what Billy's doing, he's serving people, but at the same time, he has different streams of income. Now, not everybody has like either a really, really good job that they're making a lot of money, uh, but if they want to start getting more passive streams of income, if they're saying, I want to not just work for myself, or sorry, work for somebody else, I want rather either work for myself, get passive income. Is there a direction? Is there a principle? Is there a thought that you would say, if you want to start going down this route that you took, what would you suggest? Yeah. So, I mean, and I guess more than suggestion, I just can share my story, right? So one of the things, and very similar to you, Dustin, I, I don't come from money. And so I didn't start with anything. I started in college. I had, back in the nineties, I was, I had $60,000 worth of debt. Right. And so the very first thing that I was concerned about was getting a job. And so once I got a job, I was very fortunate. I was working and traveling. I, I had the opportunity to work and travel throughout some 58 countries in the first five years which was great, right? Because I'd seen so much of the world. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. I never thought I was even gonna get to California, much less see 58 countries by the time I was 26. And so I, I was very fortunate as well because I was on per diem most of the time. And so most of that money, I my active income, I was using to pay off my loans. And so I also quickly learned that if I, if I saved enough of my active income and I didn't do it properly in the beginning because I wasn't paying myself first, which are things that I learned later, uh, but I was taking the money that I was earning from my job and then being placing that in initially in the stock market. It's something that I did, but it's not something that I recommend to other people to do at this point because it's about those things that can pay you, i.e. that they are assets that kick off cash, meaning not just on a portfolio statement, but literally in your bank account. So that is very important when you get started. If you're taking, if you are in a position like me, that you had to have a job when you got started, or at least you thought you had to have a job, take that active income that is coming in and place it in assets. You're here listening to Dustin, he's got guests, and he himself is telling you things that can produce income for you so that that income is decoupled from your, uh, your, your time. And I know a lot of times we talk about passive income and things like that, but once again, I go back to the whole point is passive income is really an IRS definition. I think a lot of times what we talk about is being able to invest passively, meaning that you place your capital somewhere and you don't have to do all of the work. And eventually the capital that you place, the money that you put into the investment eventually makes it to your bank account. You don't have to call a broker. You don't have to do any of that kind of stuff. The money actually ends up in your account. That's what's really important. Um, and so as you continue to work a job, I worked a job 
and placing that and and you I think it's really well I don't think it, it's really important to understand where is it that you're trying to go because your destination may, may be that in the next five years you want to be out of your job so that will require that you take different vehicles that maybe have higher returns potentially higher risk and you will evaluate what risk is and risk adjusted returns your goal may be to travel around the world once a year and making sure that you have ten thousand dollars a year or five thousand dollars a year to do that and so you will want to make sure that whatever you are investing your active income in or your passive income in, that it's gonna allow you to do that. Or you may have longer term goals where you're saying in the next 15 years, you wanna retire at 40 years old. Well, okay, well then you that will allow you to take other vehicles that will get you there in the amount of time. And Dustin, I know you sit down and talk to a lot of people and there is no one size fits all for investing, but the principles that help me to get to where I am today and be able to retire from my corporate role in my 40s was taking the active income that I was earning, putting it into vehicles that allowed me to not have to work to get a return, meaning money in my bank account. And then that is what set me free. The, the thing that really accelerated it, though, was towards the end, because when you're someone who is earning a high income, it's difficult to sometimes, uh, well, not sometimes, it's, it's difficult to also say, well, you're gonna earn $2,000 a month and that's what's gonna set you free because your lifestyle is much higher than that. And one of the things I started understanding from people who are high net worth is, and I never really understood it in the beginning, Dustin, but they don't tend to focus on the return that they get on an investment opportunity. They are really obsessed with taxes, like super obsessed with taxes. And I never really understood it until, you start thinking, okay, well, if you're a high wage earner, you're someone who is paying 40% of your money. Let's say you earn $500,000 a year and you file singly, not giving anyone any tax advice, just giving an example, right? And so you consider that that person is, is investing, I don't know, maybe they're investing $200,000 in something that would allow them to have, I don't know, we'll be very conservative here. We'll say it's a 5% return on something, right? That $200,000 is going to kick off, you know, $10,000 a year for that person, which is fantastic, right? I think that's a great return. But that same person who is in a $500,000, if they are at, at a 40% tax bracket, I know I'm doing a lot of math here, but that's, that's going to be roughly something that they're paying $200,000 a year. So they're focused not on the $10,000 that they could make, they're figuring how can I keep more of the $200,000 that I have to pay and place it in those types of vehicles that will allow me to keep more of my capital. And so having that switch and also trying to find the right vehicles to not only capitalize on that $10,000 a year, but also see how much of that can I kind of scrape away of the $200,000 a year, because if I can keep more of that money, then I can keep more of that income tax money and place it in other passive investments, which by IRS definition are much more tax efficient because the top tax bracket is only 20%, at least as of today, versus if you're on an income tax side, it's 37% plus your state taxes, which is if you're in California, it could be 50 plus percent. So that was just a mind that helped me from a mindset perspective, because you're around other people that are thinking very differently than you. And it's also helping you to ultimately be, and this is what I love about your t-shirt, like be successfully unemployed, right? Because when you can apply these different strategies, create different streams of income and keep more of that income, then it just allows you to get to your ultimate destination much faster. I love that idea of keeping that money. You've already worked really, really hard and Uncle Sam loves taking that from you. Like that's what they really, really want to do. And so I, I, 
it's hard for somebody who doesn't have a lot of money to think, man, that $10,000, it's not that big of a deal for somebody who makes $500,000 and they just want to keep that as much money as they can. So in thinking about going down that path, let's say somebody does have, you know, they're making $300,000, $400,000. They have a good amount of income coming in. How would we be able to utilize things that you do to make sure that we keep as much money as possible? Is it taking as much disposable income or not disposable, but like uh, uh, any extra income, yeah, investable income and putting them into, I, I, I would not suggest the stock market, but like putting into real estate or would it be like any type of business, like an ATM business or what are your thoughts there? Yeah. So, I mean, I think the, the, the thing to, to really think about, and this is where it, the important part is to, to know where you're going and why you want to get there. Like what is the destination? Right? And we talked about that a little bit earlier. And then it's the vehicles, like the different investment vehicles that you feel the most comfortable with. That means you get education. You're here, you're listening to Dustin's podcast, you're, you're finding out about different things. I mean, you, you, you have guests that talk about lots of different things and the things that resonate with you, it's to really find out more about it. Reach out to Dustin, He's, you know, he knows a lot about all this stuff. And so you can find out and get the education and whether that is self storage facilities, whether that is ATM machines, whether that is stock photos, right? Or, or it could even be pieces of energy equipment. These are the different vehicles that can help you to be able to generate more money, right? Or generate more income and also be aware of how that income is generated. Is that income that you're generating, is it passive income? Meaning that it's IRS definition, that the tax brackets are much lower. Um, that can be an efficient vehicle. Can it be something like I'm doing in the energy space where you're that person that's earning $300,000 a year and you know you're gonna end up writing a $100,000 check to Uncle Sam? Well, could you do something if you kept at least, let's say you kept 50% of the $100,000? Well, that's another $50,000 that if you keep that by investing in something like energy equipment, then you could eventually redeploy that $50,000 in one or two other passive investments in ATM machines or maybe uh, in something like multifamily real estate. So it's, it's understanding which are the different vehicles, where's your particular situation and which vehicles do you understand or the teams of people that you're interacting with can explain the vehicles to you in a way that helps you feel comfortable and confident that that vehicle can get you to the destination much sooner. So hopefully that helped Dustin. And if not, let me know and I'll, I'll go, I'll go deeper if you want. Well, it absolutely does. And usually uh, I get friends at church or anybody that I meet that just, they don't really know, like they don't come to me for coaching in real estate. They're just friends. And they come to me and say, Hey, Dustin, I have this money. What should I do with it? I say, I first ask them, well, you need to figure out number one, what your goals are. And on top of that, what's your risk tolerance? Like, how are you going to be able to, uh, are you going to okay with, you know, putting your money someplace and let somebody else handle it or in an investment property? So goals, risk tolerances, and, and also how much long, how much longer are you going to be living and how soon do you need to access it? So, but I do want everybody to realize, Billy, you said, and you hit the nail on the head is that instead of trading an hour for a dollar or however much money, like active income, start working towards passive income. I remember when I first read Rich Dad Poor Dad, I think it was like, I don't know, 2006 or something like that. And I was going down the path that everybody's taught, you know, you go to school, get a job, eventually go to college, get $1,000 in debt, then go to college. And then, or with college, you go and get a, a degree and then go to get a career. From that, you're like, man, I'm just working 40 years and eventually retire. But then I realized that there's also something called passive income. Like what? What is this? I don't have to work to make money. And so in doing that, you're able to change it. So for instead of making money from your time, 
you're making money from your money. Now, let's say somebody that has, let's say, you know, $500,000, they have enough money to start investing. And they said, I really would like to invest into, let's say, real estate. Is syndication the best way, meaning like apartment complex, multifamily for everybody's listening, multifamily, or would it be like single family homes, or would it be just like whatever you're comfortable with? Let me maybe just put this example out there, right? Because so many different people that are listening and watching, they have, they're at different places. They may be people that are really high control. Like I like a lot of control. Um, I was an A student uh, in my corporate career. I tended to excel. I was in the top talent program. I went to uh, Hawaii every other couple of years because of those things that I achieved in the in the workplace. And so for some people, the best thing is to start by owning your own property. And maybe that's a small multifamily. Maybe that is a single family residence because you need control and you think that nobody's going to do the job as well as you're going to do the job, right? So that person probably needs to start there. But I can almost assure you one of two things is going to happen, Dustin. That person that says that they need high control, especially if they're earning a high income somewhere else, they're going to realize the number of hours that it takes to actually make a property profitable and manage the resident expectations and things like that. So they're going to say, okay, well, you know what? This is probably not the best use of my time. So then they're going to seek out people that actually do syndications, meaning bringing people together. All they have to do is put their, they, they have to vet or they have to understand that the sponsor team is the right team for them. And then all they have to do after that is place their capital, sign some documents, and they don't have to do anything else except wait for the money to get to their bank account. Being an active person or be, having control and buying that first property will either help you realize that that's not really what you want to do, or you're going to realize that you're very good at that and you may continue to buy other small uh, properties, or you may decide to go right into larger, owning larger business. And if you have access to capital, then that is one of the things that you may go down one of those routes if you are someone who is a high control person. If you're someone who knows already that you enjoy your, your job or you really want to get out of the job, but you don't want to do uh, investing in real assets, but you have capital, then I would suggest that you spend your time really getting to meet other people like Dustin that can help you or help orient you towards the type of investment opportunity that's going to help you to get to your goals. So I don't think there's a right way for it. I think each person needs to really understand themselves. And if you know that you need a lot of control, you know, go out, get it out of your system, because if not, you're probably just going to have a lot of sleepless nights thinking you could do it better than everybody else. And that's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be for the deal team. And so try it yourself. If you know that that's not really what your best skill set is, you don't want to do it, spend your time getting to know people that can help you to get to whatever your individual goal or dream is. I love that idea. And when you start thinking about having somebody who has too much taxable income and they're trying to get rid of that taxable income because they're like, you know, I just make too much. I got to park it somewhere. You're If you're parking into real estate, any type of real estate, you're really in my opinion, creating generational wealth. Like you, you can literally pass on the kids. If you own it, you can pass it down to your kids, which is great. You can show them how to do it as well. On top of that, with a syndication, something where you're getting a multifamily, you are on top of that, you're making your money, you're saving money on taxes, number one, but that you're also making more money. And then, so with your, with a syndication, it, let me ask you a question. With a syndication, is the goal to continually get passive income in general, or is the goal eventually to like mean a long term th 20, 30 years, or is it to 
get out of the property and get into a new one and hopefully make money, like increase that money by like double or something like that. Yeah. I mean, you know, and this goes back to that, that depends on the, 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 the team, the, the sponsorship team that's going And when I say sponsorship team, the meaning, the people that are actually putting this indication together, the person that is going out there, bringing people together for a particular opportunity, they're the people that are typically going to determine that. And you, I guess maybe not now so much, but there were, you know, anywhere a whole period. So meaning that the project will last anywhere from five years up probably on the low end to 10 years. And so you would expect to have your your capital, your money that you put into that into that specific opportunity to be in that opportunity for five to 10 years, depending on when they start making first distributions or first payments to investors. You may expect that to happen 12 to 18 months out. It can happen sooner. It can also happen later. Um, I guess the, the thing that I would say is also for anyone who is working a job and working towards being successfully unemployed, one of the things that you want to consider is how you're earning your income. Like that's a really big deal. It's a, I think it's one of the things that we don't think enough about. And what I, what, what I was able to see and now helping other people who are high wage earners that are continuously paying high levels of taxes, like 40 plus percent in, in income tax. I guess the idea is if you can keep more of that, then you can redeploy it into more tax efficient, i.e. passive income, because there's active income and there's passive income the way that the IRS looks at it. I guess technically it's non-passive and passive income. I don't want to get too deep into detail here. I, I just I love the whole thing about taxes because it can help set you free. Right. And so I've I have learned from a lot of other people. And so as a as a high wage earner, it's to look at how are you earning your income? And then based on that, what options are available to help you keep more of that income so that you can then deploy it into the most tax efficient, which today are passive income opportunities because of the tax brackets at zero, 15 and 20 percent that you can then place your capital that you maybe didn't have to pay because you had tax deductions on, on one side. You then redeploy that into more tax efficient or passive income type of uh, investment opportunities that could be through syndications or maybe you decide that you want to buy your own rental property uh, or whatever the case may be. So how do you do this from overseas? I mean, you're you're not in America. And that's the big question that most people have, like, man, like I need to literally be right next to the property that I'm buying or, you know, I need to be able to drive to it. Like, how do you how do you do this? Not just not from where you live, but also in another country. Yeah. So I know you're going to be a guest on the Going Long podcast here pretty soon. This is one of the things that we talk about quite frequently because people ask that question all the time. And, you know, Dustin, one of the things that, you know, we're on Zoom today and a lot of people think Zoom has only been around for like a year or two, but I've been using Zoom for, I guess, since 2013, something like that. And so the, the thing that happens is it's a, it's a great question, but it's maybe a, a bigger answer. But the reality is it's like any other type of relationship. What do I mean by that? Once again, when you know what your goal is, like I didn't want the pain of being in the stock market anymore because I had zero control. So I had to figure out, a, like I had to solve my problem. It's not a, a real problem. It's a first world problem, but I had to figure out how I could get more control. And so when I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I saw the messages that were there and I was like, oh my gosh, you can buy this property and get two, $300 a door. You can control it, income minus expenses, net operating income, pay the mortgage, and then you keep the rest. Oh man, this, this makes a lot of sense. This is really, um, a model that I can understand. And so then I started meeting people online at the time. I started getting into email lists. And so eventually there were people nice enough like you, Dustin, that said, hey, listen, if you ever wanna have a conversation, just give me a call, sign up for my link. And so I would push those links and I would start having conversations with people. So I moved from uh, just being interested, very passive to then starting taking more of an active role. 
being on mailing list, going to find out when people like you, Dustin, gave me the opportunity, I reached out, I would talk to you, I would ask you about things, you would tell me how you could help me, really make me think through, get clear on things. And eventually, I started flying from here to the US because I wanted to meet people. Um, I then started realizing that I wanted to, after the thing happened with my son's third birthday, I, I, it kicked me into action. So I started building my team in the place where I bought my assets, but I started meeting people online. I was having conversations on the phone. And then eventually, because I was interested in building relationships and making purchases, I put my money where my mouth was. And I got on an airplane and I actually flew to the location. I met the people. I went to networking events back in the United States because it was important enough to me. My why was big enough. I knew what I wanted and why I wanted it. And that's like I said, that's why it's like a normal relationship because ultimately you follow the steps, you get to where you wanna go, you're clear on your vision, you take the right vehicles. And then, and then lastly, it's not about me, right? And that's the beauty of technology and that's the beauty of, of real assets in general. Because once you understand the team that is actually managing them and you understand their philosophy, the way that their operations work and you can actually meet them. I bought my very first property, just to give you an idea, like I bought my very first small duplex in 2013. My wife and I were in Cairo, Egypt. We bought this property back in New Jersey and I live in Barcelona, right? So it was leveraging all of these different aspects and of course I made mistakes. Of course, there are things that if I lived down the street, it would be much better. But I promise you one thing, Dustin, knowing myself and probably a lot of like high A types and like a lot of control, I would have been at that property every single day trying to fix every single thing. And I would have spent so many hours fixing very minimal things that would have had very little impact overall. And so I, I learned to not focus on the property, but focus on the process. So what most people see is me living tens of thousands of miles away, it's become one of my biggest advantages because I focus on what actually needs to happen in the process so that our client is served and, and gets what they need to get in the most efficient manner possible. So I've, I've tried to take what is many people would perceive as a disadvantage and, and create that into an advantage in terms of internal process. And, um, and yeah, I definitely have not done it perfectly, now as a team, you know, the team is on board. So it's not just me trying to do everything by myself. It's like finding the right who to, to make sure that things are happening properly and more efficiently. Uh, and as a result, I don't really think about um, where, where I am anymore because the processes and the teams are in place. And that's another reason that I actually lo absolutely love hard assets is because I can be anywhere at any time. I was just back in the States for 12 days and my business kept moving forward. And so, you know, if I want to go, I'm going to take five weeks off to go on vacation with my wife and kids and things will continue to move forward. I 100% agree. So when I quit my job in 2017, I knew I had real estate. I didn't have to work at all. I had other people doing all the work. I went and took my family in 2017 to Japan for a six week trip. We drove 1200, no, like 1500 miles around the entire island of Japan on the left-hand side of the road. And then in 2018, we went on a six, another six week trip through all of Europe, went through 11 different countries in Europe. It was amazing. 2019, I, and all these times, I didn't even think about my business. And 2019 went from the Florida, drove all the way up to New York, just on a field trip with my family. So it's amazing when you have the systems and processes in place and the people, the experts in place that are gonna run the business. Man, so Billy, 
Man, this, you have so much great advice. I know people are going to, they definitely should check out your podcast, but how can they find you? How can they see you online? The best way is, you know, you talked about the Going Long podcast with Billy Keel. I think that's a great way kind of just passively to, to, to check out what's going on. Um, you know, I would say that, and I'm really passionate, especially for those high wage earners that are, they, you enjoy investing in alternative assets. I don't even know why they call them alternative because I think they're the real assets, right? They're the, the real assets. assets. They yeah, are. The, real, the, real, the real assets. I feel a little bit ridiculous even saying that. As soon as I said, it, I was like, oh, that doesn't make sense. Um, but if you are continuing to get like really get crushed on the on the income side of the income tax, um, we'd love to be able to talk to you. I mean, you can check out our website. You can go to firstgencp.com forward slash pay less tax. Um, when you go there, we'll talk a little bit more about how we're helping other highway journeys. Uh, firstgencp.com forward slash pay less tax. Uh, and then lastly, I love connecting with people on LinkedIn. Uh, Dustin, I think I'm the only Billy Keels in Barcelona, Spain. So feel free to uh, to <laughs> let to let me know when you send a personalized invitation that you heard uh, Dustin and I talking here on Successful and Employed, and and I'd be I'd love to get in touch. So um, I, th those, I think those are the best ways to to contact me or my team, and uh, we'd love to have a conversation. Great. Man, Billy, thank you so much. So much great advice. And absolutely, everybody, you got to check out his podcast as well. So, you guys, thank you so much for being on. Billy, thank you so much for sharing thank such you. great information. Today's episode has been brought to you by the Real Estate Wealth Builders Membership. That's the membership that I founded, teaching people how to quit their J-O-B by investing in real estate rental properties. Now, Real Estate Wealth Builders is your place to learn how to invest in real estate with five different masterclass courses group coaching with me and a private student community where we all work together, all the tools and the discounts, all the resources and everything that you need to quit your J-O-B by investing in real estate. Now, I do want to show you how to do this completely for free. If you want to learn about investing in real estate for free, I want to get you my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. That's R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777 so you can see how you can quit your job that J-O-B by investing in real estate. I'll show you how to find properties, how to use other people's money to buy properties, and how to scale the business to be successfully unemployed just like I did. Now, did you also know that there are video versions of each and every single episode on the Successfully Unemployed show? Well, I did record every single one of these for you. I recorded them for you so you will be able to learn from the experts themselves, see what they're doing, see everything that they are talking about on this show visually and all their examples, all their slides, all their pictures that they even draw. Everything is on there. Go to successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. Or if you just go to YouTube and type in successfully unemployed, more than likely you're going to find me. So successfullyunemployed.co forward slash YouTube. And I would truly appreciate it if you subscribe to Successfully Unemployed on YouTube and wherever you're listening to this podcast, subscribe to this show so that you can always get every bit of new information on how to quit your J-O-B. Also, if you got anything out of the show, share it with just one person. Share it with just one person so that they can see the light that it is so much better to not work a job, be successful, unemployed, and be your own boss. All right, guys, this is it for today's show. I will see you next week. See ya. Yeah.